it is I, your host, Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome my guys, gals, and non-binary pals, also known as The Magic Pants Collective. Yes, that's what I'm calling it, because we are fun here, because rainbows are amazing. Now, bring your rainbow butts over here, because we are talking about write what you want to read, draw what you want to see. Here we talk about professional writing and professional digital art, all the tips, tricks, what not to do's, and everything in between about these two creative subjects. And we also talk about a few other things here as well, including, you know, business and how I'm doing personally, and my thoughts just on all sorts of different things and cool stuff. So welcome, and I hope you join the Magic Pants Collective today. Rainbows out! Hello, it is I, Dharma, also known as the Entertainer, also known as your Demi-Omni-Queen, and welcome back again today, folks. And today, my Magic Pants Collective, we are going to be talking about the trope of, um, transformation. We're going to be talking about shape-shifting and, um, partial shape-shifting and all sorts of that good stuff. So, anyways, let's get into it. So, first off, what exactly is shape-shifting? Well, there are different degrees of shape-shifting. There's what I like to call type A shape-shifting, where someone is able to shape-shift into different people, um, or just humanoids, essentially. Um, they can shape-shift into your mom, into your sister, into whatever, um, just as long as they're human or humanoid. Type B shape-shifters can shape-shift into animals. Um, your cat, a jaguar, a shark, all sorts of things, everything is on the table, including the smallest of shrimp, they can turn into that animal, but not humans or humanoids. And then there's type C, where they can shapeshift into objects, your camera, your phone, your Xbox controller, whatever it is, they can turn into that object. Then there's type D, which is a mix of some of these. You know, maybe maybe this person can shapeshift into humans and humanoids, but also into animals, or into animals and also objects. Or maybe just um, animal, uh, maybe just humans and humanoids and objects. Usually type D is a mixture of at least two, sometimes all three of these. Although, do be warned about using all three of these, since it can become overpowered and lead to a lot of plot holes. Such as, hey, this the shapeshifter got caught robbing a bank, why didn't he just turn into a pen and escape, you know? Something like that. Or turn into a stray cat behind the alley, that way when the police officers came around the corner, all they saw was a stray cat, you know? Things like that. So just be aware of that. But, um, shapeshifters, um, you know, like I said, they can take the form of whatever it is they're known for shapeshifting into. And, um, now there are some, there are some different types of shapeshifters, um, when it comes in regard to what they actually look like. Sometimes shapeshifters are alien in their original form, such as the scroll in, um, such as the scroll in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Others do not have an actual original form at all, like, they have to adhere to the form of somebody or something else, otherwise they simply don't have one. 
or maybe it's something more like um, maybe their original form ended up becoming obstructed or um, deformed because of the gaining of their powers and now their original form is a little off-putting so they decide to become other people instead or maybe it's something as simple as um, they can just change back to be their normal selves whenever they would like um, but either way there are a lot of different ways to handle the original form of a shapeshifter um, some are just as normal as them turning back into what they normally look what they normally look like before gaining these powers or something as crazy as some sort of amalgamation monster of all sorts of different features that don't quite line up correctly um, it's honestly your choice whether or not to go with something simpler or something more interesting um, this can also affect the story as well obviously if somebody changes into an amalgamation of different features and like each side of their nose doesn't line up and they have two different eyes and things like that um, obviously this is going to be a little bit off-putting to certain people because well um, most most humans don't have a mixture of you know maybe they don't have multiple eyeballs like that or you know, one ear usually isn't pointy, it isn't like an elf, and one isn't normally like um, a siren or something of that nature, you know. Or you could go with normal Joe Schmo guy who just happens to have shape-shifting powers. But either ways, with that set aside, now we get to talk about the actual transformation stuff. Now, typically, shapeshifters can transform at will very quickly, but there are some cases where it's a slower transformation, or it could depend on the level of transformation, like, for example, transforming into a guinea pig is way easier than transforming into a dragon. Um, and, you can, and don't be afraid to also set limits to what they can shapeshift into. Maybe they can't shapeshift into something of a particular size. Or maybe they can't shape in, shapeshift into something um, that's too long. Or they can't shapeshift into something that weighs more than they do. You know, um, obviously don't be too limiting. This is meant to be creatively free. But also, don't be afraid to set limits as well, because you're probably going to need them to avoid people calling out any possible loopholes in your story. Um, but yeah, so just be sure to set at least some sort of limit. Maybe the limit is, uh, maybe the limit is the fact that the biggest, um, most powerful thing they can turn into is a dragon. In the smallest, um, in the smallest thing they can turn into is a guinea pig, um, you know. Um, so yeah, be sure to set at least some sort of limit for yourself. Um, it's always fun in writing to have the sky be the limit, but um, like I said, it can get frustrating for readers or watchers to be all be staring at the screen and be like, "But why didn't he just turn into blah blah blah?" 
Um, so, yeah. Just be sure to not set yourself up for failure, essentially. Um, but, yeah. So now we get to talk about partial transformation. Now, partial, partial transformation can occur based on a variety of factors. Maybe they want to partially transform. Um, you know, maybe they just need the strength of, the of a bear in their arms, but don't necessarily want to full-on become a bear. Or it could also be due to some sort of superpower malfunction, where um, suddenly their powers are going off the walls, and they're not able to control it as well as before. Maybe they've suddenly got a leopard tail and they did not want a leopard tail. Um, yet again, this, uh, this can even more so become a sign that something's wrong with our shapeshifter pal when they can't actually partially transform. Some shapeshifters in fiction can partially transform, others cannot, and have to become the full creature or person or object. Um, but, um, yeah, it all depends on the type of story. But like I said, this can solidify even more so in a story where this isn't possible and show even more so that they're not well in some way. So, yeah, there's a lot that can be done when it comes to shape-shifting and things like that. Um, shape-shifting is one of those powers where it truly is the sky's the limit. Um, and there's a lot of fun that can be done with shape-shifting. Um, I always love characters who are still getting the hang of their powers, so I obviously love to see stories and write stories of them still trying to get the hang of it. Um, but stories where they already have the hang of it can be equally fun, too. So, anyways, um, if you like me and you want to see more from me, then go ahead and check out the links in the podcast episode description down below. The first one is to my YouTube channel, Horns and Halos, where I do story time, speed paints, video gaming, comedy skits, and I will soon be coming out with a new podcast over there called Gay Tea. If you would like to know when that comes out, go ahead and subscribe and hit the notification bell over there. That way you don't miss it. Um, then the, um, the second link is to my Redbubble shop, Rainbowrific, where the main highlight is the Pride slash LGBTQIA plus collection with all of its pins. It's pins for days. If you don't see your flag there just yet, it's probably on the way. I try to work on pins at least... Uh, at least make a few pins each week. Um, I've kind of slowed down production of pins for the moment because I'm working on making backup podcasts and YouTube videos because we'll be going on vacation soon. But once we're back, I'm sure I'll be getting back to that. Um, so yeah, please do go check that out if you're interested. And then the last link is to my course, The Secrets to Digital Art with Procreate course where I teach you everything that there is to know about Procreate. Every last thing, you will know it all, and you will be proud to know it all, and be a know-it-all, because then you'll be able to make fantastic art using the app. And I'll be teaching you a clear-cut, step-by-step digital art schematic, the very one that I use for creating all of my professional works, whether I'm drawing an electrical outlet, uh, a projector, a carpet, Whatever it is I'm drawing, I use this method, and it works out fantastic every single time. So, anyways, I'll be seeing you all later, and on to the next one.